Jesus Truth be told, I didn't hit the record button because I kind of—I just wanted to hear that again. Is That's that okay? not—I don't believe that. You don't to believe be it? True. No. Well, this is our second go around here. <laughs> well, we started, and good I'm, thing we didn't get too far. We just started, right? So, because that would have been an annoying. You wouldn't have liked that too much, huh? No, we would have been done for today, would, and we resume another day. <laughs> because as we were just saying, it is hot. Yeah, exactly. And then, so we would have spent all that time with no air conditioning on. Yeah. Be sweating and gross. Anyway, like we were saying before, if you're listening, this is our s- second <laughs> attempt into this because we spent a minute talking into nothing. Yeah. Right? So, it's hot. It's been hot. This summer has been a rough summer. It has been... Man, and it's crazy because we're similar to weather in Detroit. So I feel like Detroit got it worse than we did this summer with the storms and the power outages and the flooding and, like, all of that. We didn't get hit with none of that stuff. But it's been hot, muggy, wet, moist, all the grossest shit together this summer. It's been so humid and so, like, wet. It's been rainy wet, Mm -hmm. rainy hot, all through. Yeah, that's the worst part is when it's raining and hot raining the raindrops hot. are hot the raindrops are hot it's humid you yeah. said that you were gonna go out and uh kind of just spend the day just kind of hanging out and mm-hmm. uh maybe getting a bite to eat somewhere in the old port yeah and you said that you walked down the street just the to the corner and then you said oh, maybe i'll just go to the 7-eleven and get a bag of chips and then come home. Yeah, actually, what I did was, <laughs> uh, I so once I left the house, I got probably about um, halfway down the street, like not even to the corner, and I was like, "This ain't gonna work." Uh-huh. Me going all the way down and walking no, around. I, I was like, it. I already was sweaty. Like mm-hmm. after going walking down a couple of houses, I was like, "There's no way." And it's a weird thing because what I'm gonna do? Take a Uber to take me right there? Right. So it's like waiting for the Uber and paying the money that it costs you. To the go. minimum of $5. So. $6. So, and then waiting for however long. Right. To, to go half a mile. Right. When you can just walk down there. Mm-hmm. Kind of silly. So, uh, yeah, I got like halfway down the street and I was like, yeah, I caught Bon Appetit right then. That's the place where you, what do they have there? They have pho there. They have pho. Yeah. Which is a beef broth. It's a. And a rice noodle. Yeah. And yep. they give you the stuff to make it, and you make it yourself, basically? Yeah, pretty much. It's a style of ramen. It's, uh, it comes with super thin rice noodles in a bowl, and they put onion and cilantro, and then raw steak, mm-hmm. uh, shaved steak in there. And then they give you hot broth to pour over hot it. Broth. And it cooks the steak to about mid rare. So they give you the steak raw. Right. And, and then, then you then pour the you hot broth pour over the, hot the steak broth in and the noodles. And it's so fucking good. Uh, ah, it's amazing. They give you like these leaves. What kind of leaves are those? Basil. They give you basil leaves, which are really sharp. Yeah. It's a sharp leaf. Yeah. And I put it in my pho, and you thought that that was weird? Because you know, you don't need that much basil in a whole pot of food. But they gave it put, to you. I know, but that don't mean you put it all in there. So I, that's, like, that's like you getting a side of sriracha. You'll mm-hmm. put the whole sriracha on there? Well, sometimes, yeah. Oh, sriracha. Mm. You got me. Uh, it wasn't uh, rooster sauce. It wasn't the sriracha sriracha. You got me Texas Pete's sriracha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we have a uh, our sauce game is pretty strong. We got uh, we got uh, oh, yeah, all the sauce heavy sauces. Spices. Yeah, spices yeah. too. You know, uh, Captain Moat. Did we talk about the Captain Moat? No, we at didn't. the craft show. 
We didn't get into the craft show at all, really. We didn't get into the, how we got stuck and you had the be behind the wheel of the car. Yeah. We missed so much. I felt like last week we were just off. Yeah. And so uh, the Sriracha, no, not the Sriracha. The, there's this brand of local Portland hot sauces. Yeah. Captain Moet. Would you pronounce it that way? Yeah, I'd say it's Captain Moat, but it's not just hot sauces. They do uh, a bunch of different sauces, but their hot sauces are the most popular, I would say. Right. Yeah, they started as like just like a pepper sauce. Yeah. Um, and uh, they have got this mustard shark bite, which is really good. It's like the best mustard I've ever had. And then we go to this craft show, and this guy had all of the sauces there on display. He had everything the company makes there. Everything there. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to him. We were like, yeah, you know, we got this and this and this. And, mm-hmm. um, but we've got a couple of their varieties here. Three right. to be, you know, you got me the super souped up hot. And I'll be honest, we had Mexican food today. We went to Guillermo Maya. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any hot sauce. So I, I know. Fe- I was I very feel, proud of you. I feel cool. You know, I'm not like overheated because typically I'll just mm-hmm. hot sauce and then like you'll be like, oh, you're hot, but not today. No, you didn't have I'm any cool. hot sauce today. Right. That's surprising, actually. Mm-hmm. Kirk is a saucy man. He is the Kirk is the guy who you give one packet of nugget sauce to, and he oh, used like, two sauces for one. He's <laughs> one whole sauce for two nuggets. Right. He needs a lot of sauce. Yeah, I feel like whenever you get something with the sauce. It's just the delivery system for the sauce, the food that you get with it. Yeah, but it don't supposed to be. Like the hot mustard at McDonald's for whenever I was a little kid, they had hot mustard. I don't think they have the hot mustard anymore. Maybe they do. Yeah, you just got to ask for it. And I feel like that's like two little dips. No, it's not. That's two nuggets. Kirk, I dip all my nuggets in one. I know, but like now they have like... (laughs) 10 size nuggets. I feel like when we were younger, they had like six six nuggets was like the biggest they had. And then mm-hmm. like for kids, it was like four nuggets. Mm-hmm. And the adult size was like six. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Yeah. Now, I mean, they got you all got types 40 of 40 nuggets. Yeah, they got all types like of How many nuggets they got back there? They got a lot back there. <laughs> Think about it. Somebody in the drive-thru ordered 40 nuggets. Somebody in the... In in the store, order forty nuggets. Somebody, especially when they have them on special, where mm-hmm. you can get forty nuggets for like a super cheap price. Like people order a lot of nuggets. We were we were looking on uh, uh, the Uber Eats mm-hmm. app and uh, Shawty. Is that how do you say the name? Saw Saudi has a meal on McDonald's of Saweetie. Uh, Saweetie. And uh, who's Shorty? Is there a Shorty, too? No. Oh, I just made that up? Yeah. <laughs> I figured somebody must have been too short. No, you just can't make up a name. Oh, no? Saweetie, she's an up-and-coming rapper, and uh, now McDonald's is doing this weird thing where they're endorsing celebrities and having celebrities put a meal on the menu. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, the latest celeb to... Because I think they did ASAP Rocky first, so he did a meal deal and then now it's Saweetie's month. Mm-hmm. And I think every single month they're switching to new up-and-coming celebrities. So pretty much McDonald's is using the um, the current, current hip-hop, young hip-hop. Because I'm sure that they'll do some TikTokers on there too. So they're just trying to attack the young younger audience and get that business. Uh-huh. So and I'm sure a lot of people went there and said, "Let me get the ASAP Rocky meal." Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? It's like that's the same thing on the menu. They just like add a, ex- a large fry on it. <laughs> they it, what it was is like just the like, yeah, like, like a four quarter, nu- uh, four nuggets in a Big Mac. Yeah, that's with a, fries. That's what it, in a drink. Right. It was a Big Mac meal with four nuggets on the side, <laughs> and that was the sweetie meal. Yeah. But they changed the sweet and sour sauce to put sweetie. Sweetie and, so, sweetie and sour sauce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She but spells it, her name S A W E E T I E. Yeah. But when I tasted the sauce, uh-huh. it was the same. It was the same, but it was a sweetie and sour. Yeah, they just changed the package, mm-hmm. the top of the package. Right. They did literally nothing. They spent money to change the packaging, and I'm sure that they're making money off of her name because she's the up and coming little hot rapper. Right. So. 
She gets more people go. So why? Why is uh, she gets a so big weedy. check from McDonald's yeah. and uh, they get to make the money off of her? And she was on an episode of Cooking with Paris. Yeah. So they get that recognition, you know? Yeah, that's true. You go to McDonald's. You've just been watching, you know, Cooking with Paris, and you're like, "Who is this?" Uh, so I mean, it's, I think it's it's you're getting multiple demographics right. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. Good job, McDonald's. Like when Justin Timberlake came out with ba da 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 da, was that him? <laughs> I'm not sure if that I, was him. I I want to say that it was. Yeah, but uh, I'm loving it. It's weird you say cooking with Paris because it's like, who's watching that show? I don't we know what it. Pe- I know, but like, what demographic <laughs> is that targeting? Like, I remember when she was super popular and everybody right. was like tuned into her, but like. Coming back and then being on Netflix, so that's already a dim- different demographic right there, being on Netflix. Uh-huh. So it's just, I wonder who is uh, her target audience right now. I, f- I feel like it's people our age. Yeah, probably. I feel like it's people that saw The Simple Life, you know, mm-hmm. and were like, oh, this is going on now, you know? Yeah. Like, and it brings back that nostalgia. That's all Let's see is. if she get picked up for a season two. Uh, I don't know. Well, she get picked up for like ten seasons. Well, the she whole go as thing, long as the Kardashian. <laughs> as as long as we were watching, uh, the uh, cooking with Paris. She's talking about how she's in love with this man. What was his name? Like Chris or something. And she's like talking about having a designer baby. Mm-hmm. Right. She's like, yeah, this is how you, you know, we can pick what color eyes it has and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, what? They got science babies. Of course the they do. And she's like, I just can't wait. She was talking to Kim Kardashian. Because then that in vitro or uh-huh. something, you can pick your baby eye color and like the whole thing. Yeah. They'll be like this jeans, this jeans. Just... But um, she was like, yeah, in a couple years, I'm going to be just like how you cook with your kids. What are the, what are the Kardashian Kim's kids' name? They're like Northwest, Northwest <laughs> Southwest, Northwest, Chicago West, <laughs> uh, Saint West, and uh, is Northwest Chicago Saint, and it's one more. Mm-hmm. Weird names. Yeah. Well, what about Jason Lee, the famous Jason Lee, not your uh, gossip man, Jason Lee? His son's name was Pilot Inspector. Was that him? It might have been here. him. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Pilot Inspector. Pilot Inspector Lee. Like, why would you do that? Because <laughs> that's a goofy name. That's so fucking stupid. It's like you got to be preparing kids for the future, man. If you're going to have children, like give them a name where they can get jobs and like they're not uh-huh. being teased in school. All right. Like yeah, I but you're you, also Jason Lee's kid. so That's true. Yeah. But if you put him in school with other rich kids, uh-huh. no one gives a fuck that who kid he is. Right. You put him in a pile with the rest of the kids. Yeah, you might your dad might have money, but look, his dad got money too. Uh-huh. That's such and such daughter over there. She's prettier than you and your name pilot inspector. <laughs> like once you put once you put kids in a group, especially like in a situation where you have kids who are well off with kids who are poor, mm-hmm. that that's a, a unbalanced situation. That's no good. Which you see in most uh public schools because you you'll have kids who just live in a district or whatever they'll go to mm-hmm. that school but their parents are somewhat well off right and then you got poor kids mm-hmm. that's kind of why they started the uh i know in detroit that's why they started the uniform system mm-hmm. so kids want to get teased about not having nice nicer stuff if everybody's on the same same pa- right field so if you if you are a person that goes to a school for rich kids, mm-hmm. you're kind of on the same playing field, especially as a young child. Once you start getting older, you can be like, my dad has more money than your dad, bitch. But like as a young kid, if your name is if your name's weird or anything like that, like y'all on the same playing field, they gonna still talk about you. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Name your kid Shaquanda or something or Shaquisha or something, and then Squisha. Yeah, and then you expect them to like be accepted by everybody, and that's just mm-hmm. not gonna happen because they think you ignorant already. Right. <laughs> just because that's your name. Uh-huh. Isn't it interesting how that works? Yeah. It's all judging a book by its cover. Sure. As soon as you walk in, like, 
But then I've heard people say that uh I'm not looking at anything. Right, don't be looking at nothing. <laughs> I've heard people say that uh they've had names that's super proper mm-hmm. and then when they walked in, the people was expecting like a Billy and mm-hmm. it didn't look like a Billy. Right. It looked like an Arabic dude. And they're like, What the Right. This is not to... what we were trying to hire. Uh-huh. So I've seen it happen the opposite way, which is like it's yeah. kinda rude, I guess. Yeah. I worked with a guy, his name was Billy. And he was uh Puerto Rican. Yeah. You don't expect that. He was, though. he was Billy and he he thought that it was weird that I would call th- things guys. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, we need to take these guys and put them over here and, you know, get rid of those guys. And he'd be like, these are guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are guys. I said, yeah. And he's like, what are the, what about these are these guys? <laughs> yeah, those are guys. <laughs> It's just like weird things with the the language the barrier. Language, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's a <laughs> weird like, one. Why are these guys? <laughs> I mean, and that's what they say. The English language is so difficult to pick up because we do have so many variations of slang. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know as slang is not what I know as slang. Right. So even you so, and I talk differently. Yeah, as far as like things. slang, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and then, like, if I'm around somebody from. California. When I lived in Texas, I had this kid from California in my complex. Mm-hmm. Our the way we talked was completely different. Right. So it's uh, it just yeah, we got too many variations. How are you supposed to pick that up as a non English speaking person? Mm-hmm. That's Especially difficult. when you're in an area where everybody talks differently. Mm-hmm. You know, like this person talks this way, this person talks differently. Mm-hmm. Like if you went to, if you were to be like in. I think a a lot of people came to Portland, Maine, kind of like we did. Mm-hmm. I don't think that everybody's from here. I think there's a lot no, of people yeah. that are came here in Portland. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But if you were like in like a Boston mm-hmm. or like a Chicago, where a lot of people like stay there, mm-hmm. born and raised there, mm-hmm. it'd be easier because all that slang's the same. Mm-hmm. Or Baltimore. How does the Baltimore people talk? You. <laughs> you <laughs> they, they say weird. you weird yeah they say le- a lot of letters r's and u's weird uh-huh yeah they say o's weird o's like tear <laughs> like stop talking like that oh my you? god you gotta they got this weird twang that they put on stuff so uh-huh. i guess yeah that would be confusing if you don't speak english it's like why are they sounding like that why does the letters they say the letters sound like this why does their letters uh-huh is this the same language? Yeah, I can see how that could be confusing. I know in Louisville, um, people would say if it was a if it was a uh, a word that ends with an ld, mm-hmm. like uh, they would say uh, cold. They would say it like code. Mm-hmm. It's code out here. Yeah. Or can you hold that door? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like Isn't that. that. Weird? Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, this restaurant we just went to, and it's funny that you brought that up because I have an issue with okay. every single time I go to a restaurant, the server is coming and asking me, "Am I done? And do I want a box?" Mm-hmm. No, I'm not done. I'm not okay. finished yet. A couple boxes. She yeah. said, "Do you want a box?" A couple boxes because Girl, we had fuck. some appetizers on the table too. Um, it's like I understand, but like I don't know what to tell you. Like I'm not done eating yet. And, and you you looked at her today. You said I'm going to finish. I'm going like you. You're like determined. Like I am going to finish this meal, lady. That's what I'm yeah. trying to do. And this and this and you always say you're like you're not even eating. You don't even have the fork in your hand. That's right. And it's like well. What I'm supposed to do? I'm not. I gotta take a break. I gotta put the fork down. Take a second. Right. So today, we're eating lunch, and uh, you talked a, a a long time about uh, a bunch of things, mm-hmm. and then you looked down at my plate, mm-hmm. and I was eating the last bit of my taco mm-hmm. and rice, and you said, "I can't believe you ate that so quickly." But I just ate it normal. I wasn't talking. Though. No, I was saying I can't believe you finished your whole plate because right. them stuffed potato skins was so aggressive. Uh, that's why? 
Well, we they didn't finish so, them. We didn't, I right. know, but they were they were filling for mm-hmm. sure. It was a good little concept. I liked it, but they were filling. Right. <laughs> well, I hadn't eaten all day. Yeah, I know, because you, your eating schedule is... <laughs> Kirk starves me when we're hanging out together. On our time off together, he starves me mm-hmm. pretty much. You, you want to eat a breakfast, a lunch, a snack, uh, a dinner? Just and normal, then, yeah. And then the second, like... Like kind of like go in for like a little mini plate before bed. Well, most of the time I don't. I don't. The same problem I'm having at the restaurants. Right. Most of the time I don't finish my food or right. it gets cold because I take too long. Get so the- I'm still hungry because I'm not eating like mm-hmm. actual dinner. I'm eating a portion and then it might get cold or. So you you like to say that you like your food hot, really hot. What you do at home, especially now that we have a microwave, you like to um, make a little plate. Heat it up, and then eat it, and then just have it kind of sit there, mm-hmm. and then as it cools down, and you're ready to eat some more, you'll go and heat it back up again. Mm-hmm. Right, that's great. I like my food really hot. If it's supposed to be hot, it's I supposed want to be hot. hot food. You want it hot? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, pretty simple. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just weird like that. Like if it's supposed to be cold, I want it cold. So like. If I'm drinking chocolate milk, I got to put ice cubes in it. I don't want cold chocolate milk, not warm chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. So, And people are always like, well, you got ice why cubes in your you? chocolate milk because I want it to be cold. <laughs> That's why. Right. Hey, <laughs> you put uh, ice in your orange juice? Yeah, because mm. I need it to be cold. Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't had some nice chocolate milk in a while. I wouldn't mind some nice Yeah, we got Yeah, we got milk. Nestle's at my job. Uh-huh. So... I feel like Johnny, Johnny Jaguar Paw, uh, he's, he used to, uh, he used to see me make chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, you're too old to drink chocolate milk. Yeah, that's what people say for sure. <laughs> like, you're too old. I remember I was, I was 21. I was at a friend's house and uh, we woke up and there's a, a bunch of people had spent the night there. Mm-hmm. And we might have uh had a party the night before and everybody kind of woke up a little a little uh, tired mm-hmm. and i made a nice mason jar full of chocolate milk <laughs> and this girl looks at me and she's like oh my god i can't believe you're drinking chocolate milk right now and she like looks at me with like a disgust and then this other girl was like yeah it looks delicious <laughs> my buddy Nick was like, my buddy Nick was like, w- w- they're both can't believe it, right? But one of them is looking at you with, you know, like envy. They want that chocolate milk. They're like, oh man, that looks so good. But the other one was like, disgusting. How dare you drink that chocolate milk right now? You know? I mean, I could. <laughs> I can understand both sides of it. I think it's funny though. I'm I'm always that random person that likes to do that. Like, mm-hmm. like right now, I'm I've been having a taste for Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. So at my job, I was like, man, I need to go to the store and get some Kool Aid packets. Right. I went to the grocery store. I couldn't find Kool Aid, so mm-hmm. I don't know where they're hiding it at. Right, where you find it at? But um, I feel like the Kool Aid's in a weird section. It, right. I feel like it's like where the crackers are. Something. Like right next to the wheat thins. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> I got to find it, but I wanted to make Kool-Aid and bring it into my job. And mm-hmm. you were like, they're going to think, <laughs> like, no, don't bring Kool-Aid to your job. You you brought freeze pops to your job one time. I did, and yeah. And one boy said that those freeze pops were made for poor people. Well, he said and that, well, he, he got to talking to me about, like, uh, food stamp cards and, like, all this stuff. And I was just like... I didn't grow up poor. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh, well, I just assumed because you brought the freeze pops in right. that you grew up like in the hood and like, uh-huh. cause that's like a poor people food. And the kids around me was like, you can't have any more popsicles then. Right. We'll yeah, eat them since you offensive and rude. <laughs> like, what you mean? She brought you a popsicle that she bought with her own money and uh-huh. then you call her poor? Right. Like, <laughs> I get where he was going with it. Yeah, right. you get, you pay, what, I pay a dollar for a hundred? A dollar for a hundred of them? That math doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. Right? Like, it's how, like they're just, how, they've made. How does this plastic plus this colored water 
only cost a cent each. Mm-hmm. You know, like how much do they actually make for? They've manufactured too many, <sighs> and they're not selling, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to get them out the way. They're right. just trying to get them sold, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. hey, you get get all these freeze pops for um a dollar, right? And then what I'm gonna do with them? You're not eating them, so I'm like, it's hot. I'll bring them to work. I'll pass them out. That'll be a nice gesture. Mm-hmm. Then I get caught poor. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna bring Kool Aid in, and I know they're gonna be like the black girl brought Kool Aid in. Kool-Aid. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, dude, Kool Aid's good. Yeah. <laughs> when I go to restaurants and they have like Kool Aid slushies, I mm-hmm. always get them. Right. And one guy was like, "If you brought that in, I would be so excited." Uh-huh. It was like, "Yeah, we would love Kool Aid." Right. But people want it. They just don't want to be. They want it, but they don't want to be like, ooh. I'm Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid jammers, is that what they were called? The mm-hmm. bottles? They were good. Mondo. I liked Mondo because it was a cool sounding name. Yeah. That's not surprising for you uh-huh. to like Mondo coolers. Yeah. Mondo <laughs> is cool. But yeah, those Kool-Aids, you and you twist off the top and it looked like a little lobster on there. Mm-hmm. You know, because it had like the little things on the side. Yeah, I like oh, the squeezers. Yeah. Yeah, I was a squeezer girl. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Before they made everything in the pouch like Capri Suns. Right. Like I don't think you can get those bottles anymore. I don't know about the Mondo, but I've seen squeezers for sure. Oh, of Kool-Aid? Yeah. I have to check so. that out. See, I would love to have that. You know, even though <laughs> For you it's one sip. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You're so gonna the turn Capri that Sun- bottle up there and be gone right. so quickly. So the Capri Suns we would uh, give those to the kids on there to go lunches when we worked on Catalina, mm-hmm. and uh, it would if we were getting hot. If it was a summertime, we would just have cases and cases of these Capri Suns mm-hmm. in the in the walk-in, and it was literally you stab it and then you go, and then it was done. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was over <laughs> because there weren't like a lot of like chilled beverages we could have right you know like <laughs> there, there's an ice machine but sometimes if it was too hot it wouldn't work you know mm-hmm. just uh but those capri suns were a nice little yeah you know little two second escape from that heat yeah get something cold in your belly yeah but you know yeah it was just one sip <laughs> well it's more, it's more than one sip it's one sip for you right <laughs> For guys, guys mm-hmm. are are weird about shit. Right. You guys are not delicate. You just ah! <laughs> you go everything crazy. So I saw a couple of cool things uh, this week. One of the things I saw this week was this video about this uh, lady and her kids in the house, and a bird flew in the window. Mm-hmm. And a lady runs out the house. She frantically runs out too. She was so fucking scared. Right. She ran out. And she left those kids. She left the kids in the house. She with had the bird. two kids. She left the kids in the house with the bird. Mm-hmm. Like now, mind you, it's funny to watch because it's not like the bird is going to hurt the kids. It's just a little bird. They right. just it's just in the house, so they're freaked out. Uh-huh. But like, if you ran out and left your kids over a bird, like what else would you what know what I mean? Like that means your like fight or flight response when uh-huh. you have kids supposed to change. I think right. And like you were like run, and the kids were chilling. <laughs> like, what do you do about that? Uh-huh. She was so scared though. You could tell how scared she was. Like she dropped everything. She flipped everything over in her room and just took out running out the door. She was. You could see the panic of her trying to get that door unlocked and get mm-hmm. out of it. She was like pulling right. the handle so quick without it being locked that she couldn't <laughs> unlock it. She yeah. was so scared, and then she left her kids. Right. <laughs> And I think her post said, I ain't shit. I left my kids. I left my kids. <laughs> the bird's going to get them. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That's a, you said that that would be me. Mm-hmm. It would be. And I feel bad about that. Yeah. Because I would definitely leave my kid if a bird flew in the house. <laughs> <laughs> there's an episode of Seinfeld where there's like a, a fire. And George, like, George is at a party, and there's a fire, and it's, like, a, a kid's party, and, like, he shoves all these kids and an old woman out of the way. Like, it's, like, fire, fire, and he shoves. And then, he like, later, like, he backs, he's, he says, you know, I was trying to make the coast clear, you know, get mm-hmm. everybody out of the way. But he just, like, shoved everybody out. Mm-hmm. That would be you. Yeah. I could see you, like, 
knocking the kid down just to get to the door you know you're like oh, no. i know <laughs> i'm gonna freak out because i get so scared and i freak out uh-huh. like this groundhog that's like been harassing <laughs> us for a week now i've seen him every single day for a whole week uh-huh. and he won't leave right it's a large rodent it's a, it's a groundhog it's home a very there. large rodent that's his home out there i know i'm waiting on the dogs to get it he'd be <laughs> running around everywhere so you don't know where he is at mm-hmm. any point in time i know the dogs smell know. his hideout though i i don't know why the, he bothers you so much though just his existence is absolutely <laughs> you don't want him to be around they're very large rodents uh-huh. i don't want him anywhere near me <laughs> okay and he's eating all of our leaves. <laughs> that, is that not okay? I don't know. I just don't <laughs> like to eat your leaves. He's just like man. It's, <laughs> it's bigger. It's not a squirrel. When you see this big thing running around, mm. and you know it's a rodent. Right. This big rodent running around. Right. It's like, what is that about? Uh-huh. What is he gonna do? Right. I don't know what he's gonna do. That's the nothing. He's just living his life. Ah, I know. I don't like it. You mm-hmm. see him at work all the time, right? Groundhogs and stuff. I see a groundhog in uh, the bushes whenever I eat my lunch. Yeah. 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 I think it's unusual because people don't typically see groundhogs. Mm-hmm. I don't. Before you know, we moved to Maine, I never seen a groundhog before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a little little like cubby that he sleeps in, and you can see him like the bushes move as he's walking through. Yeah. You know, so just freaking people out. No, I I'm the only one that uh, parks by him, so. You notice them, right? Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my cousin posted a photo online. Uh-huh. And I know uh, if you've been listening to Sweet Gravy, you heard us talk about Sloppy Chops. Sloppy Chops. Yeah. Right. So the- S- Sloppy Chops is the restaurant that uh, though that uh, guy came in with some friends and they ran out on that expensive tab they had like a couple, like a hundred dollar tab or something yeah no oh, they got everything they got lobster and crab legs uh-huh. and drinks and, and then they, they ran left. it up and they left right. they ran out really quick uh-huh. <laughs> and then they didn't pay their tab and they were all on the news about it and right. this is a detroit restaurant so that's why we talked about it on a podcast uh-huh. and then my cousin posted this picture on facebook like oh who was it uh huh who was it what the picture right she posted this picture of uh, Donnell Rollins. Donnell Rollins was on Facebook at Sloppy Chops at in Sloppy my Chops. old neighborhood. Right. Yeah, and he like she said, "Oh, I saw that guy from Dave Chappelle." Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like we we've uh, we've been battling with this Donnell Rollins. He's he's a piece of our life, Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> like we literally talk about Sloppy Chops on a show, and then my cousin posted a picture of Donnell Rollins at Sloppy at Chops. At Sloppy Chops, yeah. Like, why are you there? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, it is something that went viral, them walking out on the tab. So maybe people are, uh, it probably attracted attention from. Maybe Donnell Rollins. I think he probably already knew about Sloppy Chops. He Uh looked like a guy who already knew about where Sloppy Chops was. He looks like a patron of the Sloppy Chop. Yeah, I think he he likes to go into different cities and like actually uh he tends try to get neighborhood into, stuff. He tends to get you think because he goes to those neighborhood places that's why he gets in the fights all the time. Absolutely, yeah. That's because, why Cat Williams get into situations too. Because he goes to those places like that and they kind of like, oh, well, tiny. you're going to be around people and a lot of people are going to be very happy to see you and uh-huh. the fact that you are on TV and like you popped up, but then some people are going to be like Fuck him. Yeah. Like, why is he coming around here? You yeah. got more than us. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. 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 I don't know. So, I think that, yeah, some people think that they do that so they can be noticed, you know, and yeah. kind of get that little ego stroke. Yeah. Um. Yep. Some people don't like that. Right. You got to get out. <laughs> you got to get out this town. That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that we talked about that place and then Donnell Rollins showed up. Like we talk about Donnell Rollins every other episode. I know, and, he's just pop- <laughs> and that's because he keeps randomly popping up or doing shit. Like uh-huh. he's always going against Charlemagne or like right. those videos are funny. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely interesting. <laughs> that's so funny. He was at Sloppy Chops, right? So we watched. Uh, we watched some cool shows this week. What did we watch? We watched the uh, oh the hype. The hype is a competition show, just like you like so much. I do love the competition shows, and this one is about uh, 
uh, street fashion. Yeah, they're These, street designers. Street street fashion designers, which are they look to be uh, people in their twenties, early twenties, I would say. Yeah, the new up and coming uh, era fashion. Fashionistas, fashionistas. Yeah. Um, and they they make clothes that are like kind of distressed. You know, looks like, well, it looks like, uh, I know one competition, they had the up cycle something, which is taking something old and putting it into something new. Mm -hmm. But it, I feel like, uh, with the street fashion, the clothes that they do, just because it's, they're not like regular designers that is kind of comes in the territory you know that yeah. you use materials that you have it might be right, right something that is used you know yeah. you go to goodwill and you might see this fabric that you like and you're like i'm gonna turn this into the lining of my jacket yeah All right but it's uh it's a pretty fun show it's cool they're in this warehouse where they have literally every piece of fabric mm -hmm. every piece of equipment that they could ever dream about right. using they've got an embroider machine most yeah. of them don't even know how to use half the equipment because right. they haven't had access to it in their career, Uh huh. which this, is interesting. This one guy, he wanted to use the screen printer, which is, it's not automatic. It's literally a screen. You know, you you cover up the yeah. spots that you want, and then the screen's there, and then you put the ink on, and then you take your little guy, and you go, whoosh, whoosh. Mm -hmm. and it all of this ink just bled through because he didn't do it quick enough. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't know what he didn't know how what he was doing. Right. But then the next one he did was perfect. So, yeah. And then uh, it's a guy on there who don't know how to sew at all. He yeah. doesn't know how to make clothes. He just knows how to draw little Pac-Man's clothes. And he makes these like octopi and yeah, little like, yeah, they look like the Pac-Man ghosts. Mm hmm. And uh, like, dude, what are you doing? And he's drawing on everything. And then the people are like, OK, you don't have to draw on everything. It's funny because these people <laughs> they're they're so young and mm -hmm. do you think that young people are particularly artistic or do you think that come comes with like an age thing you know like I don't think the artistic style come from an age thing I think that kids can learn faster than adults because they're not as stuck in uh certain habits cuz uh -huh. when I was in school the people that I went to school with, these were naturally talented people. Mm -hmm. And they were young at the time. And they were just naturally. And it was like, if we are 14 and you can, like, draw your face identical right. without looking at it at 14, or you can, like, paint, like, this great landscape at 14. Mm -hmm. How the, when did you learn that exactly? Yeah. But at the same time, like you watch this show with these people and they have the one thing that they're good at, you know? Yeah. Like, and they're they're good at what they do. That guy, he's good at drawing things on clothes, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, half the country. You know, that, that, <laughs> that one girl, she could put bandanas together, you know? Her, all of her clothes were bandana themed. Yeah, she, and, uh, she is problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're doing the show in Los Angeles, and she made a jacket out of red bandanas. Right. And they're like, oh, everybody told me, no, don't do that. Like, it's a like, blood and crypt situation I, here, and you're doing streetwear, so. doing streetwear, and she was from Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, my God. Then people <laughs> from Kentucky, Kirk. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she, she got kicked off that week, but... Um, <laughs> They kept telling <laughs> no her too. They're like, "Hey, you uh you might not want to You do might that. not want to do that." And she was like, "I'm going to research the history of red yeah. bandanas." And then she was like, and then she started talking about turkey. Turkey. It They're like, "Well, what does that have to do with LA fashion right now?" All right. Well, it was actually supposed to be something from her life. She's like, "That was like the thing. It's supposed to be a jacket that represents your community." Right. Which she she said, "You know, I was grew up in a farm in Kentucky, which would be fine." But then she started to go into the... she Because she was trying too hard to stick to that point. Right. People are telling you, you in L.A., don't make red flag mm -hmm. stuff because that is people get killed over that here, right. and it's a sensitive topic here. Uh -huh. So probably 
try to stay away from that. Right. And she was just like, I'm going to, like, she doubled down. This and is she what went, I want to do. This and she stuck to it. And it's like, ah, it's hard to watch people like that. Mm-hmm. You're so smart, you're dumb. Right. You're so stuck in your own way that you're you're hurting yourself and everyone. You got a million people around you saying, why would you do that? That's stupid. And mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm doing this it. This is what I'm doing. Like, and then the consequence, people are like, told you, dummy. Mm-hmm. Like, you you deserve that. And it's, she was so sure, though. Right. Like, I'm going to make this red. So, yeah, you've got the, the girl doing the bandanas. And then uh, this one guy, he's got this logo and he puts this logo on everything. You know, all these people, they're they're young, but they've got their one thing that they do. We, you know, we watched all those Ink Masters. Yeah. Typically, the people that were, you know, at the end of the show right. were older people. Right. Because they've got more technique, you know, their yeah. artistry is better. It depends I think it on just pro- takes time. It depends on a profession as well, though. Sure. But I'm just talking in, like, an art sense. In an art know? sense, it still depends on a profession because... Um, cooking is art. A young cook gets no respect. Sure, but there's also so much that they don't know. Right. Yeah. And you need to be older for that. That's what I mean. But when it comes to like art and design, like think about the kids that's like doing all this graphic design and stuff through computers. Mm-hmm. That older people don't even know how to work half this new stuff, new technology. They have an advantage when it comes to computers and designs. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like that 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 times kind of gone away you know like i think that uh because I've, i feel like that would be true in the 90s but you know today the people that don't know how to do that stuff and if they're in like graphic design they're kind of out of the out of it now yeah. you know like, i don't know i feel like it's a young person's game right now mm-hmm. like when that aspect of art is i don't know yeah um it's interesting, but I think it's really cool the designs and things that they do, except for that girl with the bandana <laughs> flags. And then she painted the inside of the bandana light blue. Girl, just the, go in home. The, in the paisleys, she decided to paint them light blue. Paint them light blue. She's and she's like, like, I even did painting on this one. And then like, she, oh my God. she had these pants on that was supposed to be, you know, the companion piece to this jacket. And it had like red teardrops in it. Like, like girl you gotta like go going home. down the leg like you uh. just don't you just <laughs> on top of doubling down you're uh-huh. just gonna shove it in their face yeah. and make them say ridiculous. you're right and it yeah. didn't work out for her didn't work out <laughs> that's really funny though and then we saw the um new saw movie the new saw spiral from the book of saw mm-hmm. did it say uh, what did you think about it we watched it last night I think that it was a uh, short. Well, I, I think that it was only like four scenes of graphic stuff, where normally the other saw was. There weren't a lot a full, of. It wasn't a body of work. It didn't seem like a full body piece. There wasn't a lot of the the thing about the saw movies, right? So when the first one came out, what year is that? Maybe two thousand five, Halloween two thousand five. Yeah, it was a while ago. Because I know the second one came out my senior year, so that would be 2006. When they made the first Saw movie, uh, James Wan, he was the director of it. And he's gone on, he made like Aquaman, he did one of the Fast and Furious movies, Mm -hmm. Death Sentence with uh, Kevin Bacon, Insidious, uh, the first two Conjuring movies. Mm -hmm. And he made, the when he made the first Saw, he there there it wasn't very violent you know it was kind of there was no blood or anything when they first made it and then they they it was going to be PG-13 mm-hmm. and they're like we can't make a PG-13 movie so then they made a bunch of insert shots that made it a little more graphic right and then the second one came out and that's the one whenever they uh they were in the house there's a bunch of people in the house and there was like booby traps in the house mm-hmm. you remember that Mm-hmm. And that one wasn't even that graphic, but then the third one kind of was gross. They like go into like the jigsaw's head and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. and that's whenever it got gross. And that, I think that was the last one that I saw in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of quit after that, and then they were coming out with one every Halloween until like the sixth one, and then they took a couple years off. And then this one came out, and it was Chris Rock's idea. He was like, "I got this idea to rejuvenate the Saw franchise, right?" 
It's like, no, dude, just stay, just leave it alone. And leave, <laughs> leave well enough alone. <laughs> Shit. It's funny because <laughs> we were about to eat dinner and you're like, let's watch this new Saw movie. And I was like, okay, but it's going to be kind of gory. I don't, I don't know if we should eat. Well, maybe we should eat after. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, it'll be fine. Ugh, the first the first one, I don't want to tell what it is. I don't want to give anything away. But the first one, after it was all done, we mm-hmm. look at each other and we're like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should have waited afterwards. But it we was were already gross. in it. It was, it, it was a good movie. It was uh-huh. just didn't feel. It didn't feel like a Saw movie. No, it didn't. It felt like a different movie with people in traps. Right. Yeah. It felt like they were trying to do the whole Saw thing, but mm-hmm. they kind of missed a mark. Chris Rock is not very good at acting in movies like that. <laughs> Keep him in comedies. Let him play Pookie from, uh, what is it, New Jack, New Jack City? New Jack City. Let him play Pookie. Let him play the crack, the funny crackhead from New uh-huh. Jack City. Keep him in those funny roles. But, like, him playing serious roles, right. he don't have it. He just don't have it. Like, he needs more practice, and he just haven't been doing this enough to, to be that good, like. Yeah, so he was in... You and Denzel Washington's song. John David, we also watched a movie with him, Beckett, on Netflix. But Chris Rock, he was on the new season of Fargo. Fargo's a show that I like. There's the movie Fargo, and then there's been like four seasons of a TV show, and they all kind of like connect, you know, they're all in the same universe. And I thought he was okay on Fargo. Yeah, but there is a part. it It was the last episode, and... It was the last scene that he was in, and it was just, you know, like, ugh. It's such a letdown of the, of the series, and that's the last way you're going to see him. And the face that he's making, like, the face that he's making at the end of that scene, you're like, that's his sign-off for the show? It was ridiculous. It totally ruined the whole experience for me. Man, I thought this last season of Fargo stop. was atrocious. Because but, they're using his likeness to get to do whatever uh-huh. with and it's like leave him alone mm-hmm. let his ass just sit there and not just leave <laughs> yeah. him alone get out of here chris rock so here, spiral phones up phones up i'd say phones up phones up definitely phones up yeah i fell asleep scrolling. yeah i try not to fall asleep watch the reviews for the other saw movies while you watch spiral huh yeah definitely <laughs> so we uh, we uh decided um and I know we got to get out of here soon, but uh, I wanted to definitely talk about this story. We decided to go to our our favorite uh, place, our favorite local watering hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what's going on, Kirk, but like our experience with bartenders are just not good right now. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I won't say this person's name, but uh, we are experiencing a situation where we have this bartender he needs to be just like <laughs> uh i, I feel bad for him like i feel like just walking just i don't think he can sit down on a toilet seat and get back <laughs> up uh, he's uh yeah very slow mm-hmm. very uh very, very, very. He moved like a sloth. <laughs> if anybody knows how a sloth It's funny moves. because when we were there, you uh, you were actually watching a video of a sloth. Which right. is strange, right? Yeah. And you're like, why are sloths' claws so big? Sloths do have big claws. And do they only have four fingers? I think they only got three. They only have, yeah, that's, do they have a, a, little, a thumb? I don't think so. They just got these guys? Mm-hmm. Just three of them? I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think so. Did you ever watch Zootopia? No. Oh, man. Whenever they're at the DMV and the sloth is working there, mm-hmm. he's like, huh, huh. Do you think that guy, when I was talking about a sloth, he heard me and was like, people call me that? <laughs> I don't think he cares. I think he's off in his own world. Yeah. I don't think he cares about anything but just, you know, getting to the end of his shift. Yeah, I know. It just sucks because it makes the experience so dragged out and so miserable and it's like, you can't make money this way. Mm. Messing up the money. Right. Like, man, if I was bartending, I'd be, like, on it. Like, I'm we, watching, I'm looking like, what? you look like you want another drink. Right. I don't even care if you're drunk. I'm giving you extra drinks. Just, yeah. are you driving? Right. Like, I'd be, I'd be making so much money. Uh-huh. Uh, 
yeah i thought it was time for we had we had had enough and we're like okay it's time to go at the last round we were like uh can we get the check and i'd say oh we'll get one more round and then we'll grab grab the check but then (laughs) he didn't give us the check well and what the part about that kirk don't realize is when he went to the bathroom before we had finished our drinks before we had checked out i said hey you get a second, can we get that check? <laughs> because I knew when you said it that he either didn't hear you or uh-huh. he was off in his own world. And, like, it takes so long for him to pour a beer that by the time he pours that beer, he's going to forget you wanted to, to uh-huh. check. By the time he poured your beer, he forgot about your check. Right. So I made sure I tell him again. You told him again. And then it still took him that long mm-hmm. after again. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And then he looked at us and he's like, like, what else y'all want to do? Now, this is the second time we told you. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're leaving. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then he's standing there. Uh-huh. He had no clue what we ordered. <laughs> he, he took a moment and he was like, okay, how? Because uh, uh, you just had one drink. I had a couple. And he like, had Ugh. no clue who had what, had what. Not. <laughs> he don't like, that's the problem that he's having is that uh-huh. at the end of the tab, he's like, what did you have? All right. You better fucking write it down on the sheet <laughs> so you yeah. remember what people had. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I see people do that at bars. They have like sheets yeah, and then they have like, like ticket. Yeah. They have sheets and then they have like every uh, seat in the bar, like a mm-hmm. number. And so they know what number that seat got. Right. I know um, some places they give you a little like shot glass in front of your seat and they'll keep taking the receipt and putting a new one in there. Oh, really? Whenever you order something new, they'll take it out and put it on a new receipt. That seems like yeah. a lot. It does, but, you know, it works. Yeah. Yep. Um, is that all? We still didn't get to getting stuck. I guess we'll have to wait for next time. What? Getting stuck in the in the mud. Oh, Did yeah. we talk about that? I don't think so. We talked a little bit about the Captain Moats, but yeah, we, we'll go over it next time. All <laughs> right. All right, well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Sweet Gravy. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also check out video on YouTube and check us out on every other streaming platform for podcasts. Did you like the seat arrangement? I did. This is better for you? A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll see how it looks visually. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.